for your glory. I will do anything just to see to behold you as my king. Then she says, I want to be where you are. My brothers and sisters, I need y'all to help me preach this morning. Turn your Bibles to the book of Numbers, chapter 12. You can find it on page 100. What I mean by I need you to help me preach this morning If y'all stay with me, I can hurry along. Amen. Amen. I know it's an exciting day. Chapter 12, beginning with verses 1 through 13. It's an exciting day. Wonderful day. <coughs> There's something we need to see here in this text. Especially as it relates to focusing on the family. Page 100 in your Pew Bible, beginning with chapter 12. I'm going to be reading 13 verses, beginning with verse 1. Now I need you to, as I said before, help me. You can help me just by staying with me. Can you do that? Amen. We're going to take our time, but we can get this in if we just stay together, okay? Are we ready for the reading of the word? Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife, for he had married a Cushite. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses? They said, they asked. Hasn't he also spoken through us? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. At once the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, come out to the tent of meeting. All three of you. Who is my son like daddy? <laughs> So the three of them went out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud. He stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When the two of them stepped forward, he said, listen to my words. When there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him I speak face to face. Clearly and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then 
were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them and he left them. When the cloud lifted from above the tent, Miriam's skin was leprous. It became as white as snow. Aaron turned toward her and saw that she had a defiling skin disease. And he said to Moses, please, my Lord, I ask you not to hold against us the sin we have so foolishly committed. Do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from the mother's womb with its flesh half eaten away. So Moses cried out to the Lord, please God, heal her. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You may be seated in the name of the Lord. Dear God, we come before you right now, humble in heart, recognizing you as the source of our strength and the strength of our lives. We pray now, O Heavenly Father, that you fill our cup, that our cup runneth over. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. We ask that you, O Heavenly Father, would close my mouth and open yours, dear God, that it might be you to speak and not me. We ask this in the precious and glorified name of your Son, Jesus Christ. The people of God said, Amen. Amen. I want you to look at somebody close to you and just say, God heard it. God heard it. <laughs> yeah. All right. If you didn't reach it the first time, let's do it again. Say, God heard it. All right. You know, as I'm trying to do my best in terms of uh, sharing with you what God has equipped me to do as it relates to the family, I'm trying to get us to focus on the family. The Bible is full of instances. As a matter of fact, the entire Bible arguably is about family. It's about family, right? And so let's face it, as much as we would like to think that we can all just get along. <laughs> I mean, come on now, let's get grown up and let's get real about it. I mean, come on, let's, we, can, we don't do each other any good by telling lies, especially in God's house. I mean, come on, somebody. I mean, let's just face it. You know, we don't all get along. And not only do we all get along, but many of us, if we were to be honest, we're losing hope that we will ever get along. We feel as though that's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen because there's too much pain. It's not going to happen because there's too much division. There's too much difference. It's heartbreaking for me to see how different we have become. When did we become so different? 
I'm not talking about strangers. I'm talking about all of us that are in the same family. How can we be so close but so different? That's a word. That's 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 a word right there to ponder. It's it's breaking my heart to to see us scattered. We become so scattered. Up underneath the same household. Come on, yes sir. That's hot, that we be under the same household, under the same tutelage, under the same rear, we become so scattered. Same household. Yeah. I don't believe in Jesus. I found something else. Same household. I'm Republican. I'm Democrat. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't go no more. Because if I do, I'm going to say something. <laughs> we become so different. Different religions. Different spiritualities. Different ideologies. Or worldviews. Different politics. Same family. Let me say it again. Different religion, different ideology, different worldview, different psychology. Same thing. Our differences have pushed us into silos. So we are purposely practicing avoidance. Our differences have pushed us in silos to the point in which we are purposely practicing avoidance. Wow. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. I ain't going over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going over there. I don't mess with them. <laughs> Substitute word. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hello. Come <laughs> and come on, I, I, I'll testify because you seemingly are afraid to testify. I mean, I got kids in my family, I don't even know their names. Come on. Come on. I don't go around them. They don't come around me. And I ain't doing nothing about it. They ain't doing nothing about it. We are purposely practicing avoidance. Come on, come on, come on. And how many do you know? And here's what this is going to get to. See, what happens is we forget why Jesus left the 99 to go chase after the one. Woo, woo. Come on. Because Jesus knew that the 99, as long as they were working together and being together, that they were safe, they could protect each other. But it's when one goes off by themselves. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. The wolf yeah. can conquer the one. Yeah. 
teach you that he can conquer the 99. Now, 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 I'm pulling up now. Because the reason why we see that one or two in our family that has been working in silos and seemingly the world beats up on them is because they're practicing avoidance. And they think that they're better off by them. Y'all not going to talk back to me. Y'all not going to talk back to me, but I'm looking at some folk. The devil can get you when you're by yourself. And see, people misunderstand the church. They think the church is about. I don't know what they really think the church is about. I really don't. But what the church does is the church calls you out of your corner of your house, forces you to leave that place and get in the midst of other folk. And listen, you by yourself can't whoop the devil, but if devil come at all of us, we can all fight back. Is there a witness here? And the reason why our community looks the way our community looks is because when we got that good job uh -huh. with those benefits, uh -huh. here's what we did. We left the collective Ooh. and went out in the suburb yeah, yeah. by ourselves. Now you by yourself and the devil doing more work on your family out there. somewhere other than what you were trying to teach. Okay, I'm taking too much time. And it doesn't help that we abuse the scripture because here's what the scripture says. It says in Titus 3, 10 through 11, ask for the person who stirs up division after warning him one time or another have nothing more to do with him. But we translate him to them. Wow, 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 so true. We translate the word him uh -huh. to them. Uh -huh. And instead of putting him in his place, what you do is, is you just dismiss him and them. Now our families are isolated. And we family, but we don't mess with each other. Is that what you said? Yes. We become wounded by those we love. What is it about the family that causes us to want to avoid one another? Well, Here's the truth of the matter. There are some folks, no matter how hard we try, we simply cannot avoid them. There's some folk in your life that are going to forever be in your life, not only alive, but there's some folk that's even still in our lives dead. Oh. 
they mean that much to us. And we all still carry the pain of something that they did or something that they said. It'd help me if you just say amen. amen. How many of us are carrying the pain of something somebody close to us did? Or are you carrying the pain of what somebody close to us said? Now I'm going to help you out a little bit because if you believe that you're going to be able to live this life with family and escape and avoid ever hurting somebody, you're wrong in delusion. And most of us probably don't even realize how hard or how much we cut somebody that we really love. They can't even muster the, 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 the strength to even tell you that when you said this, it hurt me. And because it hurt me, I know, I, can't, I mean, because I can't forget it, I know how bad it hurt. Y'all get kind of quiet. I need some help right along through here. Some things that were said many years ago are still hurting you. See, doesn't mean you haven't forgiven. Doesn't mean you haven't moved on. But it means you remember. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it didn't matter necessarily that it wasn't so much of what you said, it was who said it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Am I saying anything? Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Watch this, Numbers 12 and 1, it's Moses' big brother and big sister. Wow, 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 yeah. wow. Uh -huh. wow. Uh -huh. I know y'all didn't think I was coming to the Texas, right? <laughs> Moses' big sister and big brother publicly said something negative about their brother. Did you hear that? See, you got to read everything. See, I said big brother. Big sister. These are the folks that's supposed to be role models. Woo, please get this. But instead of taking the high road, they get caught up in their feelings, watch this, and take the low road. That ain't never happened to nobody here. Maybe I'll just move on. Come <laughs> on. Even worse, watch this. They go at him by talking about the man's wife. right now. I'm just letting the silence preach. How many of us don't mess with them? Because what they said about my husband. How many of us don't mess with them? Because they what they said about my wife. If you really want to hurt somebody and if you really want to take a dagger into them, if you really want to just, you know, really hurt them, don't say nothing about them. Say something about the people they care about. Watch this, watch this, watch this. This is going to mess y'all up. Watch this. They have the audacity to say this. 
They said about Moses that he had the nerve, and this is me, to marry a Cushite. Oh, I see. Okay. They don't teach they don't teach African American history in black history in school. Sorry, I gotta do a little work here. Come on. And, and, and you know what? Let me say talk to my online folk. All of you folk that love to talk about this is a white man religion. He used this to control the slave. Ignorant. Ignorant. I said it. Come on. Let me help you. Come on. Come on. Kush was a civilization prior to Egypt. Kush was one of the first, if not the first, civilization. It's in the northern valley of the Nile River, which they now refer to as Ethiopia. Kush. So far as now, it's been 40 years, more than likely she's gone on dead, and Moses is remarrying. And as Moses remarried, he chooses for his wife a Kushite. A Kushite is those of the very dark, I didn't say dark, I said very dark persuasion. Help me somebody. Moses marries a Kushite. She's a dark-skinned black woman. And really, this really cracks me up. Because when I look at the text and look at what scholars did with it, Walt, because you got to understand, we live in a country that was birthed out of racism. And Western scholars have the same problems as anybody else. They suffer the same racism even in their scholarship. So here's what they're doing. They don't know what to do with this text. Because for a racist, a racist believes that black people have been and always are inferior. And so when when the racist scholar reads this text, the racist scholar tries to avoid the race issue. Because they don't know why Moses would ever choose somebody from what they would consider an inferior race. But let Miriam teach you a little bit. So Miriam takes issue with the fact that Moses married a Cushite woman not because she's an inferior, he takes issue, takes issue with the fact that Moses married a Cushite woman because she is considered superior. It's Marion's way of saying, I know the Cushites. And the Cushites are very skilled people. And the Cushites are very talented in a multitude of areas. 
And essentially what she's saying is, is wait a minute, God has placed 70 elders to replace us. I'm supposed to be the chief prophetess. Aaron is supposed to be the chief priest. And now Moses has the audacity to go out, not only I feel demoted and put aside by God, and then this brother. <laughs> Somehow, either they start making more money than you, 
They get married and you don't. I mean, I can go on and on. And you don't mean to be jealous, but it just kind of takes over. And if you don't have the Lord in your life to help you recognize when you've gone wrong, then the devil will use that jealousy to make you see things that are not even there. Wow, wow, wow. Show up. Show up. Show up. Come on. And you become angry about stuff you shouldn't be angry about. You become envious about stuff you shouldn't be envious about. And then, listen, you start making up stories that don't even happen, that ain't even true. You start embellishing facts and saying things about the person you just that's not even true. Jealousy is a horrible disposition. And the reason why we don't want to mess with each other is because the truth is that some of us are jealous of each other. Is there a witness here? And that disease of jealousy has infiltrated your life to the point in which you become totally paralyzed. And here's what's happening. The person that you've been jealous over has moved on and gone on with their lives and you still stuck. Because you yourself have not been... Now listen, I'm going to tell you. I used to be that guy that told him, thank you, Paul, I'm coming on home, I promise. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, I ain't the jealous type. <laughs> Listen, brother, I meant it. You ever said that you truly meant it? I mean, I'm not saying the jealous type. I ain't that dude. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, that was me. Whatever. I ain't the jealous type. And then, you know, Keisha Lee said, oh, you're not jealous, huh? I said, don't get no ideas, but I ain't jealous. You know what I mean? She said, you, you know what? She really didn't do anything. She didn't do anything. She didn't go out trying to to make me jealous. So, you know, if you expect that to happen, that didn't happen. Let me tell you what happened. So what happened was, I had a dream. <laughs> that she was cheating on me. Y'all not going to get, y'all not going to, 
Y'all not going to make me preach this long. I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming on now. Jealousy leaves suspicion and rage, fear and humiliation, and perceived threats that may not even be real. But I didn't tell you that just to leave you there. I told you that because you need to know that God heard what they said about you. Is that witness here? Some of y'all been lied on, yes. Some of y'all been talked about, yes. Some of y'all been mistreated, yes. But I just want you to know it's not your job to exercise vengeance. God heard everything. And listen, when God heard Miriam and he heard Eric, you know what he said? He said, y'all, come here. <laughs> right there in the text, he said, y'all, come in. Step outside the tent. And he said, don't you know that I chose him to be my prophet? And don't you have any fear to speak up against him? He says, I come to prophets and visions and I drink, but not with him. When I meet him, I can meet him face to face. He sees the form of God. And who am I talking to today? Some of y'all didn't come to God with a vision. Some of y'all didn't come to God with a dream. But God showed up where you was face to face. Somebody was in a courtroom. Somebody was in a hospital bed. about the Cushite skin color. Here's what God did. God didn't curse Mary with dark skin, darker than him. He cursed her. Oh, I'm a loser for yesterday. <laughs> with the whiteness of the white skin. And he made her as further away from darkness as possible. Hello? Hello? All our skin bleachers? Hello? All of our dark and lovelies? God wants you to know that all of his children are his. God wants you to know that God can do something with anybody who will allow It wasn't even God, but it was Moses. 
Oh, you missed your shout. It's the one they talked about. It's the one they lied on. It's the one they picked on. It's the one they sung. It's the one they set aside. It's the one they did hearts to me. It's the one they counted out. It's the one they put out. It's the one they beat up. It's the one they kicked down. It's the one they put down. He's the one. That goes to God on their behalf. Oh, I thought that was shouting, Brother Mason. Yo. That's all the funding that I got. How many times does somebody put you down? How many times does somebody counted you out? But because of your relationship with God and how you've grown in the Lord, instead of being like them, I think it was Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we go high. Moses is the one that says, Lord, don't do it to her. I know what she said about me. But don't, don't, don't do this to her. And it was by the word of the one that they put down that welcomed her back into the community. My brothers and sisters, there have been some people that hurt you. Your own family members caused you some pain. But you're not growing in the Lord to just repeat what they've done. God heard what they said about you. God saw what they did to you. God knows what they did against you. Your job is to pray for them. Your job is to love them. Your job is to keep them lifted up before the Lord. And I believe that the only reason why God's heart was softened toward Mary is because of the person that was asking. I'm going to do this for you. Because they did what they did to you. Am I saying anything to you today? Sometimes you got to do the asking. For God to do an effective work in the lives of people who are living apart from the will of God. Focus on the family. All the pain. All the hurt. Take it to the Lord in prayer for those who hurt you. That they might be saved. 